Do you ever tell yourself that in order to be a good, kind, nice person, that you need to be able to talk yourself out of being mad or upset about something? Or that maybe you should just give people more benefit of the doubt, be more forgiving, or take the high road, bite your tongue, keep the peace? If this feels familiar to you, I am so glad that you are listening. This is Bold as Love. I'm your host, April Boyd. I'm a psychotherapist, coach, and breathwork facilitator. And today I'm talking about the myth of kindness and how we've kind of fallen into this trap of misusing and misunderstanding this word and how this interplays with our desire to be seen as a nice person and as a good person and how that can sometimes lead us into a place where we've actually just moved into people-pleasing, conflict-avoiding, over-functioning, and caretaking. So, I remember that back in the day, I I probably assumed too much positive intent, right? And I love this idea that Brene Brown talks about is that, you know, you should make generous assumptions about people. And this is a way that we can save ourselves from a lot of extra stress, from a lot of extra conflict, from a lot of extra hassle. And I think that's so valuable and true right? If somebody cuts me off in traffic and I tell myself, "Ugh, what a jerk. He's so inconsiderate. That's so rude. I've just given my system a whole shot of adrenaline and frustration that doesn't really serve my day. But if I make a genuine, generous, there we go, generous assumption and say, ah, for all I know, they're trying to get back in time for the babysitter or they've got an emergency call from home Or he's been out of work for six months and he's on his way to a job interview and he's running late, right? If I can make a generous assumption about people, I live in a place of much more peace and ease. But there's times when we can take this a little too far. And there's times when I have definitely taken this a little too far. And it's something that I see with my clients all the time. So I know that this is a real phenomenon where, you know, somebody does something that really it's not okay, right? Maybe that's a one-time thing. Maybe it's a way of treating you that they've done over and over and over. And one of the things that I often have heard some of my clients say is, yeah, you know what? This person did this and it really upset me, but I'm just going to take the high road. I'm just going to take the high road and I'm not going to say anything about it at all. And I'm like, okay, cool. Is it okay if we look at that? They're like, yeah. I'm like, So what is this about this taking the high road? Is it a place that actually brings you peace and ease? Or are you just avoiding conflict? Are you just telling yourself that somehow you're actually acting in a way that's superior? (laughs) Look at me, I'm up on the high road and there you are way down there. When really what you're actually doing is just avoiding conflict and hard conversations. And so... When we look at how we sometimes kind of shortcut and bypass our own emotional experiences of what we're encountering, what we are interacting with, and what is happening in our social landscape, it can be really dangerous territory when we create this habit of almost trying to talk ourselves out of being impacted. 
Back in the day, I remember having thoughts like, you know, when somebody would do something, I remember kind of operating from this place of like, I'm sure they didn't really mean to, or I'm sure that they're they're sorry, must be an understanding, or they must feel terrible about that. And while there absolutely would be some people that that would apply to as being true, what often was the case is I was applying all of these mistaken generous assumptions onto a boyfriend that was not sorry, (laughs) that maybe was sorry that he got caught or maybe was sorry that I was mad and he had to deal with that, but really wasn't actually sorry about his behavior, right? And instead, what I was kind of doing was talking my way out of being impacted, talking my way out of acknowledging the reality that was playing out in front of me. And I would tell myself that this was somehow me loving them. This was somehow me helping to kind of get the relationship into a better place. I'd be operating from this place of like, always forgiving, always able to just be okay with it. And as I've got older, what I've really found is I have become so much less tolerant of nonsense, of meanness, of inconsiderate actions, and particularly of people trying to manipulate me or pull me into drama. These are just things that my system instantly registers and no longer has time for. And this is different than the times when we kind of just accidentally step on each other's toes because that is human relationship. Whether that's with your friends, your coworkers, your partner, we are always going to accidentally be stepping on people's toes with this because that's just the nature of close proximity and being involved with with human interaction, right? I'm going to say something that I didn't really realize was hurtful to you. I'm going to do something that I didn't really realize is a boundary for you, right? This is a process of getting to know people and building good, trusting, loving connections. But I also think it's true that when people show you who they are, you need to believe them. And what I would do in the past is I would disregard the evidence, (laughs) right? I would kind of just say, nope, that didn't really happen. That's not really what they meant to do. That, you know, isn't really what's real. And it was, right? It was. So again, when people show you who they are, you need to believe them. And I believe that you can be both really compassionate and really understanding about, I get that this is about, you know, who knows what, some kind of story for you, something in your history, something in your life has led you to be in a place where you think it's okay to treat people like this or you know, you're operating so much out of your own threat response or trauma response that it makes you sabotage your relationships or treat people in a really crappy way, right? I can be aware that, of course, there's probably a story that's making someone be the way that they are. But just because they're a reason doesn't mean it gets to be an excuse. And this is the difference. I've seen so many women, and as I've mentioned, I have been that woman. I shouldn't even say just women. I've seen men as well that have tolerated and put up with really toxic relationships 
whether that's with friends, family, coworker, whoever, or really toxic relationships with a partner, because they're kind of operating from this place of like, eh, I just want to keep the peace. I just, you know, that's not really who she is. She has all of this great qualities, so she's probably not really also the woman that does all these horrible things behind my back. And really, both of these things can be true. Somebody can have lots of wonderful qualities and still do things that are not okay, that are deal breakers, right? And so it's important, I believe, to have some deal breakers in your life, to have some standards for how people treat you. And in the Boldest Love group, last time we were talking about, you know, the idea of looking at judgment, how we judge other people, and also how we judge our own selves. And I was sharing that, you know, while I absolutely don't believe that judging people is useful or productive or good for you, there's a very big difference between being judgy and being discerning. Discerning is I can take in the information. Here's how my nervous system responds to this person. Here's how I feel when I'm around this person. Here's what I notice about their values, their ethics, their standards for what they think is okay, or the lifestyle they want to live, or how they want to treat people, or the rules of life that they just conduct themselves by. I'm going to take in all of that information. And while I'm not necessarily going to ball it up to say, ooh, and you're a terrible person, I am possibly going to look at that and say, and I'm going to keep my distance from you. Wish you well. Hope life is kind to you. Hope you figure some things out. But I'm probably going to keep my distance. Unless there's a relationship where we're invested and we're both committed to the growth. We're both committed to understanding our own blind spots. We're both committed to looking at how we impact each other, how we step on each other's toes. Notice how that's a very different conversation than just being alone in our own heads, trying to make ourselves be okay with something that's not okay. And so this is where I think, you know, as I talk about the idea of kindness a lot in my work, I think there's almost this idea that what that means is that like, I'm just really nice all the time. And that's actually not true. That's not something that I aspire to be. (laughs) What I aspire to be is kind, which means I'm not going to direct energy at this person. I'm not going to get into a fight with this person. I'm not going to wrap my myself around, you know, what's happening in their world and why. I'm going to kind of take some distance from that. Because I'm also interested in being kind to my own self. It's like this Danielle Laporte idea. She has this fantastic quote. I've shared it on my Instagram, which says, do no harm, but take no shit. Mm, Isn't that fantastic? (laughs) Do no harm, but take no shit. And I'm going to encourage you to just filter that through your own system. What would that look like for you? If you were conducting yourself by a way of, I do no harm to other people, but I also don't let other people harm me. Right? So I would love to hear how this resonates for you. If you love this episode, please share it. It helps me get these 
podcast into the ears of people who would benefit from hearing it, and that means the world to me. And if you have a question that you would like me to talk about on an upcoming episode, then DM me on Instagram or send me an email. I'm at with love April, and I would be happy to hear that, and it could be a future episode. So thanks so much for listening. I will see you next time.